Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is Andrew Pantazzi. I am a data reporter at the Florida Times Union, and I'm here with Scott Butler. I am a public safety editor. I've been here since doing this editing uh, public safety since 2000. So unfortunately, we're here talking because Jacksonville just crossed the 100 homicide mark. Um, uh, This is the soonest we've ever crossed this mark in 14 years of Scott capturing data on homicides in Jacksonville. So Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you started capturing homicides and what you've been tracking in uh, your notes uh, for the last 14 years? Well, just as a, a personal uh, you know, gathering of information, I've just always kept my files, tried to keep up with all the call-outs, uh, stuff, uh, violence that we have. So I started doing that in 2000, and as years went by, and I just was noticing that it's such a trend and the homicide numbers are, are pretty uh, high, so it was difficult sometimes to get the information, you know, just all of a sudden say, hey, what's the, the totals? And so uh, I decided to take it upon myself to, using, you know, JSO information to have a file set up for, you know, when it occurred, the, the person's name and age and, you know, cause, location. So I started doing that uh, since 2006, and uh, eventually, in 2016, uh, we said, "Hey, you know, we got this information." Uh, uh, Mary Kelly Polka, our editor, said, "Let's do a spreadsheet. That'll be easier. Uh, we can track it more." Um, and we have made it available to the public for a while. So uh, we had a, a, one of our uh, gurus, uh, Derek Hem, set up a file for me, and and uh, ever since we've been uh, doing the spreadsheets and just filling them out 24 7 keeping track and update them as we go we we go back and we make fixes when they make an arrest we add the arrest um, sometimes cases change uh, you know a homicide uh, is actually just one person killing another but it could be self-defense so self-defense is not a murder so that is justifiable so even JSO separates them out. Uh, we use the homicide total for our numbers, and um, uh, and then just try and uh, go find trends from there. And around 2006, we were looking into Jacksonville Journey issues. We had some high-profile killings, kids, and uh, Shanice Holmes. Uh, I don't know exactly which year, but um, so it's just been a way that we can uh, feel good about our own uh, figures and make it. You know, some quick analysis, some trends, some number crunching. You've done a lot yourself, Andrew. And uh, and then you can make some charts and graphics uh, to further analyze it. Yeah, and what's the difference between a homicide and a murder? Well, the, uh, the homicides include, there's always going to be more homicides than murders. And, you know, and growing up, you probably put the two to get t- t- together as the same thing. But the murder has more of an intent... Um, it does not include 
you know, a self-defense domestic violence case where, you know, a woman is being beaten on and and is forced to shoot her boyfriend or whatever. Uh, police shootings are are considered once they're ruled deemed justifiable. You know, they they are listed as a as a homicide, a non-murder homicide. Yeah, and since two thousand six, what have been some of the trends that have most um, I guess, uh, struck you and also that we've written about frequently. Well, we've broken down the, the zip codes. Are, it's some horrendous numbers in 32209. Unfortunately, I mean, double uh, are the next highest zip code uh, routinely. So uh, we have done some stories on that, and, you know, they're trying to, to uh, alleviate that, but it's not, not happening. It's, just, it's pretty consistent. We find a lot of uh, 16 to 19-year-olds in that bracket. Um, uh, oftentimes, it's uh, black males, um, a little bit more. But we've, as as Andrew has noted, this year we've got more white. white yeah, the victims. the increase has been largely driven by um, more white victims than in the past, which yeah. um, uh, goes against the trend over the last few years. So that's. Um, definitely something that i'm curious you know why that's been happening and and probably something thanks to the fact that we have this database we're able to now know that's something we should be on the lookout for we should be trying to figure out what's what's trending there another thing you have been following is cause of death um what have you seen has been the the primary we uh way people have been killing one another well it's it's probably pretty obvious to to most people it's going to be gunshots and uh the uh, Access accessibility of guns is just it's out there. They're out there, and wherever you you seem to to look, uh, and you know we've even had ads for guns and gun shows, and um, so it's I mean, my my dad is turning eighty and he wants a, a gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so those are the pretty pretty clear ones, and we get we just get a lot of retaliations. I think we, we seem to have runs in our in our numbers where you get little spats and oftentimes uh, you know, we tend to believe that, that some of these are retaliations. Um, then you'll have, have uh, you know, a little spell where it's two weeks and, and nobody's yeah. shot. Um, it's not like it's evenly distributed, you know, a hundred homicides, meaning one homicide right. every three days. It's, uh, it's much more, you get a bunch in one week yeah. um, and then, you have none for a couple of weeks, and part of that um, we've seen has been retaliation. And, and re- gang retaliation doesn't mean it's gang members necessarily dying. It can also be the bystanders, and we've seen that um, yeah. repeatedly with children or um, elderly people who um, get shot in the neighborhood uh, when a drive-by because uh, these kids don't have the best um, the best aim with the firearms as they're trying to shoot one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, I'd you know, like to see more arrests, of course. Um, you know, I, I'd go through, and we do. Long ago, we didn't put track that, but now we do. And uh, so you can see in our spreadsheets if there's an arrest, and um, we include their age and when it happened and uh, their race as well. And it's hard, uh, and especially with some of Marcy's laws now, to, to be as detailed as you'd like. And... Uh, Typically for the investigations, specifically ongoing, and even that have to go through court, a lot of the documents still don't release a lot of the information. So, unfortunately, a lot of times we don't really know the, the motive, the motivation. Uh, 
100%. Um, uh, clearly, you have a lot of robberies, and a lot of it, I think, what we can see is there's a lot of a lot of drugs are involved. So, uh, how many times have, have you seen that it's a drug deal gone bad, or you know, it's a drug transaction, but the one side was going to be robbing the other, and next thing you know, it's it's a gunfire. So, yeah, and. What have you seen from a change in administrations? In 06, um, this was still during Sheriff Rutherford's time. Um, you've obviously been here um, even longer than when Sheriff Rutherford took office, right? You were here at the very end of Sheriff Glover's term. Uh, yeah, Glover was, uh, was in office, and, uh, and Rutherford, and now uh, Williams. And, and, you know, everyone is passionate, and they, they, no one wants shootings. And, mm-hmm. uh, and there's, you know, the mayors have all wanted, of course, public safety and and uh we've seen a lot of money and and uh resources and programs that are committed to it um but unfortunately it doesn't seem to change much uh, i don't know you know why that is it's it's some of our areas are don't have a lot of economic opportunities um it's a lot of folks maybe can't get out of a that culture um there's you know a lot of Households don't necessarily have two parents. Um, I think that could contribute. Uh, but we're just seeing fairly regularly similar numbers. We had two years that were below 100 total, which was fantastic. It's hard to say that's fantastic, but in uh, in our uh, for Jacksonville, it, it, anything below 100 is very, yeah. very good. Yeah, that was 2009 or, or 2010 and 2011. And, and even though it was below 100, we still had the most in the state yeah. um, uh, per, per capita. capita. Um, but still, you compare that to now, and um, we have uh, nearly twice as many homicides as we did then at, at this point in the year. Yeah, this is the fastest we've reached 100 uh, at this time of year. And that's even including a year we had 152 homicides. So, uh, you know, hopefully maybe we can cut it down a little bit, but uh, right now we're on a, a pretty bad pace. Yeah, uh, there was even a stark detail. Mark Woods had a column uh, the day before uh, we reached this 100th homicide where he was writing about schools, and in one of the, the schools he was talking about, he, he mentioned um, how there was a bullet hole um, through the window because there was a shooting there the day kids were taking a test. Um, and how much um, in some parts of the city uh, violence has become so um, ingrained into um, uh, what's going on that you almost have to normalize it in order to keep to keep going on and not to be completely um, uh, devastated. Um, it was it was just a I thought a very telling detail um, uh, yeah. for for these neighborhoods. Yeah, I, I, have a, I live on the west side. Not a, a, my part of town is not, the, not necessarily the best off of 103rd Street, and uh, I often hear gunshots, and sometimes I don't know if it is or isn't, um, but I know uh, my parents were staying with me when they first moved here and uh, were looking for a place, <laughs> and that, that first weekend, uh, of course, they were oblivious to it, but we had a, a helicopter overhead because uh, there was a cops got, got shot he had his vest on but just across the way and they were shining looking for the gunman and uh so i'm standing at my door looking out the door and, and uh, my mom and dad didn't even know about it they were they were asleep still but, but uh i'm a little bit aware of it and uh, uh i think we all are a little bit more cognizant about it 
One thing I did want to mention too is our numbers are slightly different from JSO uh, because we go by the date that it, it happened, not necessarily mm-hmm. when it's ruled a homicide. Uh, just for instance, uh, Lonzi Barton, which a lot of people were familiar with, the, the one-year-old who went missing, he was missing in July of 2015, and which it was determined that he was killed at that at that point uh, and and buried or dumped. Um, he wasn't found until uh, January of 2016. So we list that as a 2015 homicide, but JSO for their uh, CCR uniform. Uh, crime reporting numbers they have to list it as uh, 2016 and and another example was there was one late last year that jso would count as belonging to 2019 um and so actually we were we're being even more conservative um in our numbers for 2019 than than jso might be the other thing is jurisdiction uh jso only counts the homicides that they investigate yeah like the beaches uh, we don't count um a beaches homicide and they don't really have very many but uh there are a couple cases in high profile that that uh, you know we still keep track of them we list list them separately uh but in those actual homicide numbers they're not going to count um and I, then there was the school shooting. yeah i believe even the if you look on the transparencies jso's transparency list i, I don't see the rains lee uh football game shooting where there was a, a Three or four people shot, one one dead. They did make an arrest of a sixteen-year-old, but uh, the uh, the the one who had died, uh, I think he was like seventeen, Joe Rod Adams or Joe Rod Murphy. He's I'm not showing up on the transparency list, and we were told that that's because he it was school board jurisdiction, which which by our definition is we're tracking all homicides in the city of jacksonville regardless of who investigates fish and wildlife could investigate we're still going to track in our database which has been very helpful for us Um, and for readers uh, you can see some of the the data um, uh, on our stories online at jacksonville.com scott's going to keep doing this work and, and keep tracking it and um, we'll be uh, looking for more trends that we can try to identify for, for yeah. the public. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.